Welcome to On The Record, the podcast for all employees of Axel Springer globally, where we discuss with leading voices of our media group what moves us as an organization today and in the future. My name is Adib. I'm Global Head of Communications. And today I'm joined by the president of our U.S. business and deputy CEO of Axel Springer, Jan Bayer. Jan, it's great to see you. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's really great to have you. You've been in the U.S. for well over a year now. You moved about, I, I think, like nine months after we acquired Politico, roughly. The U.S. business, its beginnings, its current situation, and our future in the region is what we want to talk about today. But we want to start with a round of quickfire questions. I'll begin a sentence and ask you to complete it. Jan, the first app you check in the morning is? Is built. After moving to the United States, you started to? Um, to settle in with my family. I mean, it's not only a move from myself, but also a great commitment of my family. And uh, it was also privately a new start. One of the most inspiring events you attended recently was? It's a great question. I mean, last year I joined the Code Conference where Matthias also was on stage. It was the last Code event of uh, Kara Swisher. And, you know, it was an impressive lineup with Bob Iger and Tim Cook and the Amazon CEO and so on and so forth. So very, very impressive. And secondly, I would like to mention the Lazar Conference in November. It's an, you know, an investment company and they have a very impressive media conference in New York, which usually is in November. And it gives you a, a great overview about the what's happening in the media scene. The one thing you've learned in this role has been so far. Um, first of all, that uh, the U.S. Americans are great people. It's pretty easy to settle in. They were very open, very supportive uh, business-wise, but also for my family. It's a very open uh, country, and uh, they help a family to settle in uh, pretty quickly. On a scale from 1 to 10, 10 being the sort of furthest along, how far are we in terms of U.S. expansion right now for Axel Springer? I would say it's a very nice six. You know, we started with our expansion plan 10 years ago. We wanted to learn how the U.S. market is working. The U.S. strategy, by the way, started with a failure, actually. I mean, you know, we wanted to acquire the Financial Times, as you remember, and it failed for many reasons. And that was a starting point to think about if the English-speaking environment could be very interesting for the news media business for Praxis Springer. And then we started to to build a network in the United States to acquire some minorities, you know, some minority stakes in, in small companies. And then we had the chance to acquire Business Insider, uh, followed by eMarketer, Morning Brew, and then Politico. In terms of reach, I mean, it depends a little bit how you count it, but we are the number three, number four in the market. But it's a long way to go. It's a high competitive market, and we have a lot of um, operational experience right now and looking for M&A opportunities and also made some very operational uh, investments. But uh, it's a long way to go. So just for everybody's reference, uh, M&A means mergers and acquisitions, so inorganic growth. Now, let's go back to the beginning, uh, Jan, if uh, we may, uh, to when we set out to grow into the English-speaking world. Can you talk a little bit about the strategy behind that you know, fundamental move over the Atlantic? What was that decision based on? I mean, we're a company with rich European and German heritage. It's not 
so often that you see a company like that expanding into the US? I mean, I'm personally a big fan of having different hedges as, as part of our strategy. We are very strong in Germany, we are very strong in Europe, but we also debunded a little bit our business into news media and classifieds in Europe. But it's also good to have a hedge in terms of geography. And the United States is the biggest digital advertising market in the world. And it was very clear for us, if we want to have a scalable business, we need English content because all of our properties there are not only active in the United States, but worldwide. And so it's a very interesting and growing market for us. Let's talk then about the status quo. So we acquired Politico roughly two years ago, uh, almost to the day, um, at least the announcement. Right. Where are we now in your assessment both with the sort of integration of Politico uh, and the strategy of Politico and with our U.S. business as a whole. When you look back, the last three years in the United States were totally different. Two years ago, we were growing with our properties, top line 35 percent in 2022, 25%. And now the last 12 months were really tough. It was the first year in the last 12 years that the advertising market in the United States was going down. By the way, totally different uh, than in Europe. And this is a new experience, actually. But um, we use the time to think about everything. You know, we ask a lot of questions. Do we have the right strategy in place for our pr properties? We brought in partly new leadership teams. We worked on expansion plan for Politico. We reorganized the properties partly. So Henry Krebs is always saying, you know, never waste a good crisis. I can tell you we didn't waste uh, the crisis when the market is coming back and it will come back. I think we are with our brands in a pretty good market position and uh, that we profit hopefully from the tailwind from the market um, in the next few years. And the US is, a, is an interesting market for us because on the one hand, we own media brands that are very well known, you know, obviously Politico, but also Insider and Morning Brew not far behind it. Uh, however, Axel Springer as a brand, as an organization, is not very well known. What's your experience been like since you've... I'm very over? happy that you're asking that. You know, when with the acquisition of Politico, the shareholders asked me to spend some time in the United States because we, for the size of our company, we made some significant investments. We have now 2,500 people there. We have almost the same amount of journalists in the United States that we have back home in Germany. Yeah. And um, when I joined in August 2022, I started with a listening tour. You know, I talked to our top executives, to our editors, but also to competitors, to clients and trying to understand what's going on in the market. And what I found out, and that sounds very obvious and boring, is that we have four great brands in the United States, but nobody knew Axel Springer. And since we decided this, this will become, you know, one of our core pillars of the future growth of our company, It was pretty clear for me that we need something as a brand, as Axel Springer in the United States. And so we decided that we have this kind of outpost of our headquarter now in, in New York and Manhattan. And so we signed a rental agreement for a townhouse for up to 25 workplaces. And we are hiring now a small team, right, for, you know, public affairs and some other functions, communications. We have already somebody there for compliance, for uh, portfolio management and so on and so forth. I remember very well, you know, part of my listening tour was also to, to meet an owner of a media company. And I said, 
wow, you have a beautiful office here in New York. And he said to me, yeah, you know, we are very happy here. But where's Axel Springer in the United States? And I said, you know, that's part of the challenge that we are facing. And so we are working now on this outpost. And, um, you know, when you this is also my experience, Adib, when you are on the ground and I'm on the ground now, it's so different because you are very close to our properties, but also to the market. And so I worked on a proposal also for our board and said, you know, if we want to grow, we need a team on the ground that is in the day to day business very deep in the market. So I can tell everybody and our listeners, uh, watch out for everything that we communicate also internally on the new building in New York. It's an amazing space, you know, a small townhouse, but it's definitely going to be uh, great to see the Axel Springer brand and the Axel Springer company physically present in the United States. It is. It's it's a very unique building. And at the same time, it's not only, you know, for for our people, but we also would like to use the space for events, not only for Axel Springer, but also so that the brewers, that uh, the politicos, that the insiders can use that. And we want to have dinners there, try to explain what Axel Springer is, why we are there, you know, the values of our company. Especially in these times where we see all the circumstances around the world, it's so important to have a media company out there with strong values, with a strong constitution. And that's what we are standing for. And I think we can tell a story. Uh, Friede Springer, by the way, gave, gave just a very impressive you know, interview about the relationship between Europe, Germany and the United States. And uh, as you know, as part of our constitution, we advocate the transatlantic relationship between Europe uh, and the United States. So um, the building should be a symbol for that. Yeah, I think that's a very good way to put it. You know, in somebody in my line of work, obviously, we try to sort of find phrases or sentences to explain things. And one sentence that I like to use is the Axel Springer building in, in New York is almost a physical manifestation of our long-term aspirations and strategy in the U.S. Would you agree with that sentence? I fully subscribe. This is its symbol, actually, not only for being in the United States as a media company, for being a transatlantic media company, but also in terms of the history of the company, and again, of, as part of our constitution, that we are not only a European and a German news media company, but uh, that we are also a media company in the United States. And let me mention also, I'm very proud that we have now newsrooms uh, in Berlin, in Brussels, in Warsaw, in New York and Washington. And it's not only about news media to be to be very candid. It's also, I mean, we made some also some in, uh, significant investments in the United States in the classified field, right? We don't forget Appcast, don't forget Bayard, uh, don't forget other activities that we have there. So we uh, we have the same strategy in the United States that we have in Europe. So what's next then? You said you were, uh, you know, a six currently. What's what's next to get to a ten? Now, first of all, as I said, we use the crisis now and the, the downturn of the market to make some adjustments uh, in our properties. Now we are thinking in two directions, you know, or let's me three directions. One is we are working um, between the properties, what we can do together. I'll just give you one example. We have uh, very successful advertising sales teams within the brands, but now we are thinking about what can the sales team do together to leverage, uh, by the way, the reach that we have in the market to make deals with media agencies. We are not big fans of corporate synergies, as you know, but when we see opportunities where the brands could, could work together, we are very happy to support that. That's one point. The other point is 
it's all about execution in 2024. Again, we have, I think, very smart strategies in place for our properties. We have the right leadership teams. They all made their homework. But now it's all about execution. It's about top line growth, but it's also about uh, margin. The same strategy that we have here back home in Europe, actually. And thirdly, Again, we would like to be on the ground because there is a lot of movement in the market, a lot of consolidation. It's not a very active M&A market right now uh, since uh, the higher interest rates and the, you know, the environment sure. that we are seeing. But if the market, the M&A market is coming back, we are there. Mm -hmm. And we would have the sort of ability, the, the strength to, to do anything that we want, or would it be smaller deals? I mean, we want a lot, you know, but anything <laughs> what we want is really uh, would be a great sentence. But the core of our strategy is that we want to be the market leader in the Western democratic world in terms of business news and political news. Um, and this is why we have Insider Morning Blue on, on the one hand and, and political on the other hand. And if we see opportunities for these properties to grow much faster, and if we see very smart add-on acquisitions uh, for these companies, we are very happy to discuss that. Jan, thank you so much for these insights. It was great to have you. I look forward to our next conversation, and we'll see in 2024 how things are progressing. Thank you so much for taking the time to do the interview here. Thank you so much. Of course, you can also find us on social media, on LinkedIn and on Instagram. And you can find these links to our social media accounts in the show notes as well. If you enjoyed the podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, like us or leave a positive review if you want. If you have any suggestions or questions, please write to us at otr at axelspringer.com. And we'll hear you next time on On the Record.